Hello, guys. Hello. Hi. Okay, so we're here for episode three. Awesome. Um, and we're going to be talking about finding a guild, hugging, and everything in between those two things. Um, and we're also going to talk about some news of the week. You know, mainly the Legion Alpha slash Beta stuff. Uh, yeah, the, the streamers that got access to the starting zone for uh, Demon Hunters, stuff like that. Where do you guys want to start? We've got a few different things that we can talk about with the news. Well, well we could start about what we've done this week. It's always a good place. We could. Who wants to start? Claude, first? you spoke first. <laughs> Off you go. Yeah, Claude. Oh, hey. Uh, so far in the past week, mainly been just playing my monk, trying to get a bit more gear, doing some more LFRs. I boosted my priest up to 100 because I, I bought the 90 boost for my monk, but that happened about two days before they announced the 100 boost, so I got the free 100 on top of that. Ooh. So two boosts at the price of one, not bad. So yeah, I boosted my priest. I've been playing that a little bit, Shadow Priest. Mm. I've got a buddy who plays it religiously, refuses to heal. He'll, he'll <laughs> never heal a day in his life. But it's quite fun. It's, it plays very but in a very interesting manner, like the way the dots work with the uh, Shadow Word Pain and, and, and the Devouring Plague. Yeah. 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 And then alternate play styles, depending on the talent you pick, you can go for ones COP. that focus more on single target, others that yep. more multi-dotting. I heard, I heard that the level 100 talents have um, one of them that's supposed to be like the one to pick has the ability to completely change your rotation. Is that still the case? Yeah, I believe it's Clarity of Power. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more about using Mind Spike but on targets that don't have dots or something mm-hmm. along those lines. So it's sort of the opposite play to a typical Shadow Priest, which is a watered-down Warlock. But that, that's why I'm sort of also glad for the changes coming. <laughs> well, that's got to impress all the Shadow Priests out there. <laughs> w- watered-down Warlock, that's what a Shadow Priest is. <laughs> that's a, that's what I've gotten from a lot of Shadow Priests, that well, sort yeah. of mentality. Well, that's exactly it. Like, and what is Blizzard doing? They're changing it completely. So yeah. that's a good thing. It's going to be great. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking forward to: the complete change in playstyle while st- still ranging, staying a ranged caster. Which ranged is my home. It's where I belong. I hate being up in melee, but it's something I need to learn. Mm-hmm. Yes, future demon hunter. It is something you need to learn. <laughs> Well, actually, Demon Hunters are about getting out and then coming back in. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's been my weekend wow so far. What about you, Neuro? Um, I've been doing all the Valor stuff, as usual. Um, I capped all of my gear. Like, I got two and two for every single piece today. Wow. Um, and I got, like, a thousand left over from doing all the, the Mythics, um, just in case I do get some gear that I need to put Valor on, just as a backup. I probably won't be doing any more Valor. Um, maybe, you know, mythics if, if people in the guild need it, that kind of thing. Um, I played a little bit on my, my Alliance Gnome Mage um, and had some fun in Shadowmoon Valley, which is awesome, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just brilliant. Um, and I'm probably going to try and get to 100 by completing the whole zone, if I can, with, like, the XP boosts and stuff. What? So I'm just, Level like, she at the moment? 94. And she's done, uh-huh. like, one of the parts of the quest. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I, I can't remember which exact part it is up to, but I know that it's only like one part of it. So I'm just like, well, this could happen. <laughs> I'll just like leave at 100. 
uh, and then have, you know, nothing in my garrison ever because <laughs> I never left Shadow Moon <laughs> Valley. Yeah. But, yeah, um, other than that, what else have I been doing? Um, uh, well, we got Mooses last week or yes. Sunday, which is Mooses, m- Mooses. Uh, we got them. That was great. Um, Druid only. Um, <laughs> what now. else have I been doing? Oh, I've been fiddling around with the podcast and the website and stuff. Um, it's been annoying the crap out of me. Um, iTunes and Feedburner have been giving me the shits, and I have to get that <laughs> sorted. So if you guys were wondering, that's why it's probably going to be a bit delayed for the first few episodes. I'm thinking of just announcing the first three, that kind of thing, because they are a bit dated, so people can just go, hmm, listen to it. You know, it'll be up there for them to go through and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Um, we're still, you know, putting stuff together, so it should work out all right. Um, other than that, not much. What have you been up to, Cinder? Um, well, like you said, got our mooses, which um, really, really made me very happy and bittersweet because that was our last raid as a guild. So trying to figure out now what to do for the rest of Warlords of Draenor. Um, so I don't know. Don't know. But I'm very happy with that mount. It's so pretty. <laughs> Tip, though. Don't go farming the Void Talon portals on that mount because that mount has like this little cloud of purpley blue magical stuff underneath it. And so if you turn around too quickly, you'll turn around and think that you're seeing one of the purple portals and it's actually just crap from your moose. So the number of times that my heart skipped a beat and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, damn it, it's just my moose. So <laughs> don't, don't do that. Pro tip for you all. Um, on the weekend, I finished my Alliance character. She's now at 100. Nice. A little death night. Yep. Yay. Yeah. It, oh, I want to be Alliance. I want to be Alliance. Um, and the, <laughs> oh, my God, the garrison, the level. It just it makes me speechless. It really, really does because it just doesn't compare. It is absolutely stunning. It is genuinely a castle. There are actually places to sit down at a table and eat a meal if you want to. It's absolutely stunning. I, I did a really big blog post Um Neuro, don't look at that blog post if you're going through Shadow Moon Valley because it is full of spoilers. Okay, um, I will not. When you're done, though, then you can go back and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right, that was really pretty. I have but- permission to go and read it. <laughs> well, you can do it beforehand. I just don't want to ruin your experience because it, the levelling through there was amazing. I did every single quest in Shadow Moon Valley because it mm-hmm. it was like the, the most Alliance-heavy part of the, the questing experience. Um, yeah. I am a oh, major girl crush on Urel. Holy crap, that woman. <laughs> She is. Can you call a female a Draenei woman? Yes, she can. You can call okay. whatever they want to be called. Fantastic. I'm going to call her a woman and have a major girl crush on her. She is absolutely incredible. And like, because I, I liked her beforehand. I'm like, yay, cool, strong female character. This is really great. And then having actually watched her grow and turn into the, the person that she becomes at the end, I'm just like, you are my favorite. I love you. Um, so, yeah, that was. That was mostly my week. And so I've actually been doing dailies and stuff on my Alliance Death Knight because it's kind of nice. It's pretty in there. Wow. So I know. Yeah. How I many know. unnecessary spikes are in your garrison? <laughs> yeah, that's right. None, but you know what? <laughs> my garrison actually has walls. So I got that going for me. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was mostly and, my and week. No spikes. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you're right. Exactly. It's, it's, completely different experience from Horde to Alliance, whereas mm. I assumed that it was going to be very much the same or very similar you know, in the way that it was going to play out. But 
No, no. Yeah, and to be fair, I was Alliance for Kata. I was Alliance for most of MOP, and I didn't do any horde leveling um, in MOP when I swapped swapped guilds to to join you guys pretty much everyone was already at 100 by that point uh, at 90 rather by that point so this is the first time that i've done fully the alliance story and fully the horde story and can go side by side comparison of them both so i don't know if i'm just being unfair in saying that it is completely different i mean have you have you guys done alliance and horde leveling before completely like that no, this is actually my first tune that I've gotten to, well, close to max level on the Alliance side. I've only ever got to, like, 40. Mm. So where, you know, 40 is, you don't see much difference between the two um, factions when you're only level 40. So Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, I, n- I never did the Horde starting areas for MOP either. I did, like, basically I got on the ship and got in, got into Pandaria and then jumped off the ship and then flew away because I had flying. So I'm like, yep, I'm here now, off to the Vale. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So um, this topic sort of leads into the, the the main topic that we're going to talk about is you know pugging, um, finding a guild and, and everything in between. Now, at the moment in the game for us in particular, um, it's probably important because our current guild has stopped raiding. So maybe for us, it is finding a pug group or even a new guild to continue doing raiding or whatever the case may be. So um, we'll start talking about that. All right. So how do you get into pugging? Well, how do we get into a pug group? That's a, that's a good question and it involves a lot of answers, I guess. Um, the, the main thing is you use the interface in WoW, uh, the, the custom raid finder, um, and you look at all the groups that are posting looking for people. Uh, from there, you'll find the appropriate, I guess, level of raid that you're after. Um, with the appropriate gear level, um, or even the uh, you know the type of raid um, that you're looking for, um, like a guild group or a group of full pugs or whatever the case may be. Some people have different preferences. Um, I guess the main thing that you'll need um, is the the gear to be able to get into those types of pug groups if you are going for for a raiding experience. So, um, what kind of eye level? would you recommend people have to get into rating, like to get into a pug group? It's sometimes very ridiculous what item levels required. I'm, I'm actually a bit fascinated. So I'm not sure if you guys have seen it floating around on Twitter, um, the friendship moose thing that's going on where um, there's a group of people that are helping other people get their moose because they don't have a, a normal team. And it's a really, really great um, English words going in here. Um, I can't think of the word. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, it's a really great initiative and shows the power of, of what people are capable of within the game because um, they've just been completely bombarded with people wanting to do this, which I think is is great. I think it's, um, I'm, you know, well done to the people who are organising it and really good luck to you. Um, what I did find interesting was that the minimum eye level that they're requesting is 710 for the people that want to participate, yeah. Um, which, yeah, that makes sense. But at the same time, my thought is, well, a lot of the people that are wanting to get this don't necessarily have that eye level already because they don't have a team yet. Okay. I suppose. That's a good point. So the how, counter- would, how, would they get, how would they get the level is basically yeah. what I'm getting at. 
um, Blizzard Watch had a post. I haven't actually read it yet, but I saw that they, that they did post it that says how to get your 710 eye level for the friendship moose, um, which is great. So anyone that's looking, considering it, um, doing that, have a look at that post. But I just, yeah, it, it, you know, coming back to your original question of what, what eye level do you want? That's a starting point. Like that's, that's for an Archimonde kill, heroic Archimonde kill, which is going to be the hardest boss in the group, in the, um, in the raid. Mm -hmm. That's often the hardest boss to get into because, you know, you half the time require 725 eye level and ahead of the curve already in order to kill it. That's because, yeah. and I mean, that, that comes back to um, expectations, I suppose. So yeah. if you are looking for a group and you see that they want that high eye level, they want a speed run. They don't want to mess around with people who still need to learn how to do the fight or who can't pull their weight with DPS. And, and that's fair enough. Um, I can understand some people getting frustrated by that um, if they haven't had the opportunity to do it yet but aren't necessarily a bad player. They just don't have it yet because they haven't had the chance to do it. I feel like sometimes it turns into this vicious cycle of um, not being able to get the kill because everybody wants you to already have the kill yeah. to get another kill. And and so the people that don't have it yet, well, that's it. You kind of you kind of miss out. Um, yeah, you've got to be true. lucky sometimes and find the right group that it will take you, even though you haven't killed it yet. Mm. It um it really depends on um the the level of experience that you already have to what group that you're going to get into, um and and even if you should be trying to pug, uh, a lot of um a lot of this comes down to your experience and your item level. So if you've never been into Hellfire Citadel before, you're not going to try and and pug into a heroic Archimon kill. It's just not going to be the thing that you're looking for. You're going to be looking to kill you know the first few bosses and get some nice shiny pieces of loot. Um, that might be along the lines of a, you know, a, a guild group that's just yeah. starting, you know, a new guild that's just reformed from, you know, people that have been away and come back just you know, like you yourself or whatever the case may be. Um, so pugging is not always the, the best choice um, to be able to, you know, get a good experience in raiding in the game. So um, I would suggest you know, asking yourself what you really want to get out of it. If you just want to get the, the big loots and you want to get carried through all the, the bosses and you don't really care too much about it, then try and pug your heart out. But uh, if you want to go in through and do it like progression, which which would mean you'd, you'd want to go through and join a guild. Yeah. So um, both of the things have requirements. So some guilds will ask for the same things that they you would ask in a pug group. So high item level and experience, where other guilds may not. So... It really comes down to what you want to to get, or what you enjoy, and what you want to um, what you want to do. Really, um, what do you yeah. guys think about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. Like, I don't. <laughs> you don't? No, I don't. Like, I don't agree with the the sentiment of um, if you don't have high gear, then you need to find a guild team rather than a, a pugging team. I mean, that probably is the case. Um, I just don't agree with that being the case um, because you, there's so many people who aren't in a guild raid team, not because they don't have the experience, but because they can't commit to the times. I mean, you've got people that do rosters of eight days on, eight days off. They're never going to have the same day day or night free to do a run. And so pugging is their only option. Um, so, yeah, I it, it, mm-hmm. it is it is the way that it is because so many, I think there are a lot of pug groups out there that are in it for the speed clear or they're in it for um, the valor cap or, you know, they're not necessarily in it to learn the fights or anything. They've already done it. They just 
want to quit group together to to get it done and get your ring upgrades or whatever it is that you want to do, um, which makes me sad because I, I do really feel for those people that don't have the opportunity to have a guild team. It, make, it does make it very difficult to have an entry point for people who can't commit to the same time every week. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, and I agree with you there for that particular point. If you, if you can't um, commit to a regular group or, or a guild group, um, then pugging is going to be your only option. So mm. at, at that point, you're going to want to narrow down your, your searches um, in the groups that you're trying to find. You want to find a guild group that's doing progression or, uh, um, you know, a, a casual group that's just there to learn the fights and have some fun because there, there are those groups that do pug that. And I've gotten into a, a few of them over, you know, the last six months. Um, and it's been really fun because it's just such a casual environment that they just enjoy it no matter what, which is great. Um, but, yeah. Well, it's not like reading itself is the only way to get gear, though. That's very and true. Gear is a, is a very big component of reading, obviously. But, like, you've got you got raids, yes, but you can get your Apexis crystals and get the Baleful gear and upgrade that. At the moment, because of the new patch, Baleful Gear came up to, what is it, like 710 or something? Sorry, the, the Baleful Gear? Yeah. Uh, 705, is it? 705? I can't quite remember. But you're right, it is it is a decent level. And then Valor on top of that, it's another 10 high levels, 715. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, but it's not the same. No, it isn't. I, but- I would be satisfied with that. Like, if that's me personally. I wouldn't be satisfied with it because. But to get into raiding. Though. To get into it, yeah. Yeah, that's Just true. That it does, it does help. Yeah, that's true. You are right about that. And as well, if you've only got a short amount of time to spend in the game, um, maybe doing Mythic Dungeons um, at the moment is going to be very, very useful because of the way that it um, is dropping loot. Um, not only is it currently dropping um, the heirlooms for level 100 to 110, uh, it is currently dropping items with a proc rate of going up to 725 item level um, from, you know, uh, 685 to 725. So you can get a range of gear um, between those two item levels depending on the proc rate. Like if you get lucky, you'll get a high item level. If you get unlucky, you know, you get the, the 685, which is, you know, the starting point of where you would want to get to in Hellfire Citadel. So... Um, I think running those, um, getting into a group of those uh, would be a lot easier sometimes than getting into a pug group. Um, and also, um, if you have a guild that runs them, um, that might be, you know, something for you. Because, you know, the, the people, like you were saying before, Cinder, you know, they struggle to match the times for a particular raid. They still may be able to enjoy other guild activities like running the dungeons or Mm, doing farming or, 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 you know, get help crafting items. Like I know there's like, if you have the right type of guild, um, like I'm more than happy to craft, you know, gear for people that are just bringing up their alts because I have a lot of extra mats and things Mm, like that. So, um, I gave, (laughs) cause I gave Claw a pair of 715 (laughs) item level boots, um, that I just crafted out of nowhere. It didn't cost me anything and I just gave yeah. it to him and it, and it helped him out a lot. So yeah. um, being in the right guild is going to be the best thing for you. So um, I think that that's, that's very important. Obviously, um, hugging groups is a way to find guilds. Yes. Yeah. A, back in um, MOP before I joined you guys, I was running my own guild and raid team for a while. And that was, I mean, we had 
a relatively stable core group of people, but it wasn't the 10 that we needed to run each week. And so we always had at least one or two roles that we would need to pug each week. And we actually found some really great players who stuck with us for the rest of the, um, for the rest of the expansion um, that were great. You know, they, they were really great players, really friendly, and I wouldn't have met them if we hadn't have done the whole pugging experience. Um, so it is, I mean, like I, I've got here in the show notes, the golden rule is don't be a dick. If you're a nice person or if you, as a you know person joining a pug group or if um, you are a leader of a pug group, Basically, if you are nice, people will want to be around you and play with you more and you're more likely to get invited back. Um, so, yeah, it is. It's a great way to find guilds to, to join. I think it's I think it's a good opportunity. It can be risky, but I think it's good. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Like if you're nice and there's a few other things that you should do and a few other ways that you should behave when you're actually uh, joining a pug group. So if you if you click on the join group and they accept you, there's still a few things that you need to to do. You need to be one nice, two reply to them if they ask you a question about your spec, your DPS, your um, your level of experience, all that kind of stuff. Just try and be as honest as you can. There's no point in really lying to them because they'll find out pretty soon if you don't know how to do the fight. Um, so it's better to ask than to not say anything. So always ask if you're unsure about any of the mechanics or anything like that. Um, also, um, it's up to them and to you to find out the loot rules of the particular raid. So whether any items are reserved and we'll go into a few things about that in a second, um, and how they're going to distribute the loot. Like, are you going to be rolling it? Are you going to be whispering somebody to say that you want it? You know, there's a few, there's a whole bunch of ways that, um, groups divvy out the loot to you. So you, you really want to know how they're going to do it to make sure that, you have a, an equal chance of every, like everybody else to get loot because you, you don't want to be um, not getting anything for your time in there. Um, I think it's good for your own morale when you go into a pug to not expect loot. Hope for it and if it roll, like if you can roll for it, roll for it, but don't expect it. Otherwise, if you get nothing, you're just going to be disappointed and upset. Yeah, that, that's a that's a good tip. Um, just don't be expecting. Don't be rolling on every piece of loot as well. At least know what gear that you want to, to get. So there's a particular weapon or a particular off piece or a particular piece of gear that you know is, is best for you and you want to make sure that's the one and you're not rolling on any uh, anybody else's loot because that'll upset a lot of people. Um, you also need to use voice communication a lot of groups um will expect vent they'll expect um team speak three that skype sometimes if they're weird um <laughs> mumble um so have all of those things ready or at least know what program it is that they're going to ask you to use and 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 find out if you're not sure how to log into the servers and connect have your hardware set up so you can listen at least sometimes it's better if you can talk um so try not to make your username the password <laughs> yeah all that kind of stuff there's heaps of helpful guides and stuff about those particular programs that you can find out um about so you'll need to know those things um even if they don't ask you to get into vent you really should um because the game is a social game and you'll have a lot more fun actually listening to uh people talk um and interact with each other in the raid rather than just looking at pixels the whole time. That's my pro tip is always get into vent, 
always be sociable and then you'll have a better chance of being invited back as well. Be nice, you know, that kind of thing. It goes a long way. So, um, especially if you're on vent. (laughs) Everyone knows who runs with us. (laughs) You want to be on Mumble because you will piss yourself laughing. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you will. Sorry yes. to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> That's it. I think I'm going to leave it at that and you can pick up I, from there. I kind of, I, just to um, be a slight downer, but there, I agree with you in getting invent and being as sociable as possible. Um, I know as a girl that's, quite difficult sometimes and sometimes you kind of want to test the water of the group before oh god, you actually speak. Is that a girl speak. talking? Is that a girl gamer? I, oh, my God. Are they real? Oh, my God. <laughs> what even is life? Um, yeah, I mean, it, and it, it's happened to me plenty of times. It's like, holy shit, you're a girl. What the hell? Um, I get, um, sorry, I get, oh, you're Australian. Say table. Say table. knife. Yeah, like just say random words, like say suffix. <laughs> suffix? What? What? Um, I, and that's just the tame stuff that they asked me to say. So I don't know uh, about you, New York, when I've, I don't know what pub groups I'm getting into, but... <laughs> Whenever I'm with an American group, and it's sort of the opposite of what you get, well, the same as what you get, Cinder. Mm. If there's an American girl in with mm. an Australian guy, they love the Australian accent. They lose their minds. <laughs> oh, really? It. You get it, Euro? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it's weird. It's how I get invited back. <laughs> I'm not actually good at this game. I just, just talk to people. You just say suffix the right way, don't you? <laughs> suffix. Suffix. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you dorks! Yeah. <laughs> Nerds but on back, the back internet. To my, back to my point: being that if you if you don't feel comfortable, if you're not naturally a sociable person, or you're mm-hmm. a little bit unsure of of what your reception is going to be, I recommend still getting into the voice chat and just listen um, and get to know what your audience is going to be like. Um, if yeah. you're a bit shy, if you're not, go nuts, do whatever you want. But for those people that that do feel a bit shy. Still encourage you to get into the chat and listen. And if the group's not for you, then it's okay for you to turn around and say, "Look, thanks for the invite, but um, I think I'm going to have to pass this time." And you can politely go. You don't have to stay in an environment that you don't want to stay in. So, yeah, sorry to be the downer on on that, but it is it's an experience that some people have that other people don't, and it's mindful being aware of it and and kind of how to deal with that. So, um. Yeah. It's yeah. a double-sided and sword, that is. Yeah. You don't owe them anything, but your actions can have consequences in the future if those people are involved. Mm. So be respectful. Mm. Yeah, and and for us in particular, you know, me and Claw, like I didn't even think about that accent because, you know, I talk to you all the time and it's not a thing for me, but for and a that, lot of that's other why you social guys environments. Yeah. You guys as a guild was, were perfect for me because when I joined – and I said, hi. It was like, oh, cool, you're a girl. Okay. And that was it. It wasn't like, oh, my God, you're a girl. You must, you know, flash your boobs all the time and you don't know how to play. And it's like, mm, I know I'm not the greatest player in the world, but I'm also not completely shit. So I was more concerned that we were offending you by our vulgar language and topics. <laughs> I, I Meanwhile, know. giggling hilariously. You didn't know that, yeah, you didn't know that I'd be starting those. <laughs> yeah. No, look, I think, I think, um, yeah, like I said, you you guys have been great because it it's it doesn't matter what gender or 
um, you know, orientation or anything anybody is, as long as everyone is good people and treat each other with respect and we're all there to have fun, then we do have fun. That's it. Um, and that, and you can you can get that in a pug. You can. It's possible. I've experienced it. Um, and it all comes down to being polite, being respectful, going in there with you know expectations of having fun. And chances are you will. Yeah, that's it. And like we've talked a lot about um, joining pug groups and what to do when you join a pug group. And there's also the other side of it where if you're a guild and you're pugging people into your group. There's a few things that you should do on, like, the other side of it. So um, when you're starting your own pug group, you want to, you know, you have a vent available so that communication, if it's necessary, uh, is going to help you rate out. Um, you want to be clear in your instructions and clear in the information and the way that loot is going to be handed out. You don't want to be um, keeping information or being shady or anything like that, like, because you're just not going to get people into your guild. You're not going to get people into your group. So, um, be nice and don't be a dick as a raid leader as well, or a raid yeah. group, especially if it's a group of friends. Um, I find that yes, it can be a fun environment for a group of friends, but they also can be extremely rude as well, or vulgar, or okay. whatever the case may be. Yes, very clicky, um, and it can be really horrible for for others joining your group. So that's just my two cents on the other end of it. Yeah. Um. If we can do a U-turn back to when we're talking about loot rules, because I feel it's very important for people pugging or going to any group to understand what each loot rule means and how it's going to affect the raid and loot distribution. So these days, I'd say the most common one in pugs is personal loot, where everyone loots the boss and has a chance of getting their own loot. Coming Legion, you'll be able to trade those pieces. So that's... That's going to be good for groups with multiple of the same classes or those who share gear with others. Though I do fear it's going to affect stacking of classes, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> um, mm. Another common loot rule is Master Looter. Now, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to let everyone know this who's listening. You cannot ninja in WoW. You cannot ninja loot in WoW. It's simply not possible. If you're running with Master Looter, you are assigning someone the master of loot. They own every bit of loot that drops and have every bit of discretion to hand it out as they will. Most groups will give loot rules at the beginning, though often it's just main spec over off spec. That doesn't mean anything to Blizzard, so if they don't adhere to those rules, don't expect Blizzard to get involved because what does it mean? Does it mean my main spec that I'm using this raid is the main spec or is it the spec I normally play? Is that my main spec? Same with off spec. If you use an abbreviation, MS slash OS, my spec is greater than other specs. <laughs> that is actually... I, I um, have not heard that. That's great. I have, yeah, and it's so legitimate. That Blizzard really? will not interfere. Yep. Blizzard tries to be as neutral as possible when it comes to Master Looter and read it exactly as it's been written. They don't exact The GMs don't exactly have room to interpret what someone might mean because they might be wrong. Yeah. So always remember that if you are going to go into a group with Master Looter, ask for very specific rules. Main spec is the spec that you're currently using in the raid. Off spec is the one you're not using. Uh, what does the role determine? Is it just slash roll, so it's zero to 100? 
which is the winning roll. Is it 100? Is it closest to 42? Is it <laughs> the lowest? That's, that's more stuff that's very ambiguous to the GM. And if it's not specifically laid out, they can't do anything. So yeah. just yeah. for, just for an example as well, in my current um, guild on Ravencrest, um, rolling a one is an automatic win. So really, yes, if you roll a one, it's actually, awesome. it's statistically as hard to roll a one as to roll 100. So yeah. we let it go. If you roll a one, you've rolled yep. a 100. So that's awesome. And if yep. that's predetermined by your group, that's perfectly fine. Yes. It, it is also worth noting that in the case that they do explicitly lay out rules, but they don't adhere to them, any ticket you put in will result in the loot being destroyed, not redistributed. So yeah. oh. all you can do is hope they get punished for what they're doing. You won't benefit from it. Exactly. The same goes with gold. If you buy loot with gold and, you know, they don't give you the right loot or they take your gold in some way, um, Blizzard will not return your gold, but they will take it off them. So you yep. won't get your gold back, but they won't get it. So the they only exception just to that is things. in the, like, things like professions, I will pay you gold to buy something or something. Oh, actually, even then, it's a bit rough. It's yeah. more giving people mats to make things. If I give you the mats to make an epic gem for me, but you take those, the fell blight, and run with it, I will get that fell blight back. That's their exceptions. Yeah. So, but when it comes to, to loot in raiding, um, yes, they will just destroy it. Yeah. Basically, what I'm hearing from you guys is that unless you know the people that you're going to be pugging with um, and you're extremely comfortable with them, it's not recommended that you go into a pug that has master loot unless you actually don't care about the loot at all. That is almost exactly what you hear from Blizzard employees. Yeah, and I'd, I'd fully support that as well. Yeah, and um, with personal loot and the how the loot rates for personal loot have been upped in the last few patches, mm. there's no reason not to run it if you're running with a bunch of random people. Yeah, well, I mean, even with us, if uh, if we had more than one pug coming along in the group, we'd just switch it over to, to personal loot to to save the hassle of figuring out who should have it anyway. Yeah. It's it's easier. Like, as somebody that has to distribute the loot at the end of a boss fight, oh, my God, personal loot all the way. <laughs> it's just... Except when you see someone get something they don't need. But you oh, Euro. Sippy. <laughs> Getting that darn staff last the, on oh. Sunday. I, was, <laughs> I just can't believe you got it. Anyway. Yeah. But yes, uh, like we've talked a lot of bad about, um, you know, the master leader system, but it has been around for a long time and it is still used very heavily for a lot of pug mm. groups. And from experience, majority of the time, the loot is distributed in a fair and, and usually honest way. Not always, but in the majority of the way, because if if the loot master doesn't give the loot to people, they're not going to stay in the raid group. So there is a catch-22 to if they are not giving out the loot properly, the group will fall apart and then you'll just find a new group anyway. So, you know, it, don't just exclude all groups that have master looter in them, um, but do just be careful of them. Yeah. That's that's what we're getting across. Yeah. And it is worthwhile making sure that you've got enough bonus rolls before you go in. Oh yes! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> no, I have, I have, I have cap on all my tunes, so it doesn't bother yeah. me. <laughs> but yeah, um, always make sure you got your bonus rolls for sure. Yeah, it's always handy to just have a little announcement before raid actually starts. Go get them. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get that in a pub, though. No. <laughs> well, if you have a good, if pub. you 
if you're going to be a good pug leader, that's a piece of advice. Make sure everyone's got their bonus rolls. That's it. Yep. So I'm pretty sure if you kill the boss and then go and get your bonus rolls in the time it would not take you to normally use them, you still get the option, don't you? That is actually how Thor got the mount off yeah. Undasta. That's buzzard. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he'd killed the boss, realised that he didn't have his loot rolls, his bonus roll rather, um, half to the shrine, got them, um, and forgot that he was still waiting to roll, so just logged off and then logged back on, and the bonus <laughs> roll was still there, like yeah, the opportunity to do it. Hours and so he or just, days later? That's crazy. Uh, I think it was a couple of hours or something, yeah. But it was still there, so he clicked roll mm. and... And congratulations, you got it. It was the most surreal experience. So, you know, not saying that that because I, I don't think that that ability to for that role to stay up there that long um, still occurs. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you can if you can get your bonus rolls quickly enough, then um, just a chance. Yeah, it, it will stay there if you are logged out or DC um, because okay. it is there to prevent you from losing out on the role if you do yeah. get disconnected. So mm. as soon as you reconnect. There is a timer, so uh, when you're logged in, it does have a timer that counts down and then okay. eventually disappears. Yeah, okay. But if you're offline, the, the the timer stays still, and and when you log in, you, you have your chance to be able to to be able to cool. use it or not. So yeah, yeah. There you go. First there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we haven't really talked about what guilds expect um, when you are joining their raid team. You know, and all the ins and outs of, of, of what's required with that. So we could talk a little bit about it if you wanted to. Um, depending on the group that you're going for, if you're going for a heroic rating guild, uh, then there's a few things they're going to want from you. They're going to want at least experience in other rating uh, in heroic. So um, at least give them the character um, or give them the information um, for what fights you've done, what guilds you've been in, that kind of thing. Uh, just so they know where you're at and what kind of experience you've got. Just like any kind of resume, I guess. Um, a lot of guilds will ask uh, questions. They'll have a questionnaire to fill out that's usually like five to ten. If they have any more than ten, don't worry about it because they're obviously uh, a little silly, um, I think. I don't think I've ever filled out a guild application more than ten questions. So, But that's up to everybody. <laughs> probably killing a lot of guilds that have a really long questionnaire and then probably think about changing that maybe. Um, they will probably want to chat with you. Uh, probably want to make sure that you can get onto event, all that kind of stuff that you've got, a, you know, maybe a microphone and a headset. So at least you can communicate with them. Um, they'll probably want to check how much gear you've got, the eye level that you're at. Um, they'll probably talk to you about, um, like if they want your particular class, that's probably the first thing, um, they'll ask you, or if they reply to you, um, is that they want, you know, your priest, or your druid, or whatever the case may be. Um, and then there's one thing that a lot of people uh, that are new to rating don't really get much. It's um, logs. So if you're ever asked to submit a log to a guild, um, there are a few websites and things that um, you would have to go through to get that information um, or to do logging. Um, and I'll actually link this in the description of the podcast. I'll put in a link to uh, Warcraft logs, or I think Cinder, you prefer Ask Mister Robot logs. Uh, it's not a preference. It's just I like having the two options available. So Warcraft logs is really great for people that are good with data and just looking at numbers and analyzing threads mm-hmm. of information. Yeah. Um, I'm really crap at that, and 
the thing that I like about Mr. Robot is that it's, a lot of it is visual. And uh, so you get like little infographics and things like that about you, about the team's performance and it rates you, like you can do very quick comparisons. Um, so for me as someone who's not good with data, it's, it's really great. Uh, Warcraft logs, um, you know, other people prefer because they feel like the data is more um, valuable, I suppose. They're both saying the same thing. They're just presented in different ways. So it's a personal preference. Um, and for those that like don't want to have the, no, it takes an application to actually record the logs on your computer for how much damage or healing or, or what tank damage you take, all that kind of stuff, all the different information uh, that the guild wants to look at to see how good of a player you are, I guess. Um, if you don't want to do that, um, you can go to those websites and actually look up your character that you're rating on. Um, and they will actually may have already been recorded by other people. So it record because it records the whole group. So one person in your group may have been recording and you were recorded in that. So that may be a way to find that information. So go to ask Mr. Robot logs or uh, Warcraft logs and look up your character name and you may find particular logs uh, with the information that they need for the guild. Uh, otherwise, just ask them if you can join them for uh, a session because you don't know how to log your own, um, you know, your own information. So, or ask them for help because they will be able to help you out as well. So, and if they're not willing to help you out and they're not willing to give you a shot at, you know, recording your information, then, you know, that's probably not the guild for you. So, um, it depends on what level of guild you're trying to get into. So, yeah. If you have any I more questions about that, yeah. You guys got if you, if you, if you can't get into stuff. a group to get your logs recorded, so you can't get into a pug or whatever, do LFI and record it yourself if you're capable of doing it. Because they're not going to be looking at what fight you've done particularly. They're going to look at your max DPS, damage taken, things like that, which you can avoid taking in LFR. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there isn't much more than that other than um, just being personable um, and communicate in the guild. So, because it's a social game. Um, and, and all guilds, including ours, like players that, you know, communicate on Mumble. Like we like having a good chat, all that kind of stuff. But that's our type of guild. So you really got to decide, you know, what you want from your guild and, and what you want to put into it. So just think about those things when joining a guild. Um, the other thing just about um, joining a guild, one of my favorite things about raiders, are raiders that show up every week and are clear when they're not going to. <laughs> yes. It's it's really tough as um, as a raid leader coming to your raid time and finding out that you're actually short a few people. So, you know, if you are, it, I mean, look, one of the advantages of being on a guild raid team as opposed to a pugging raid team is that as a guild, you have a, generally, you will have a regular time slot to do your raiding. And if you're going to join a guild team, there is the expectation that you can show up to those raids each week or, or however often you do them. Um, that's it's it's kind of um, for me. It's the highest priority. Having reliable players is golden, absolutely golden. People that you can't show up raid each without week, people. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And if you can't make it, no one's going to, you know, throw a tantrum. It's just a case of, as, as Nero was saying, communicate. Just say, look, I'm really sorry, can't make it to this raid. I'm going to miss it. And then that way, you know, people can do what they need to do. If, if the team needs to then organize an extra player for the night, then they can do that prior to the raid time rather than having to waste half an hour of raiding time trying to find somebody to fill that spot. Um, 
So yeah, just just bear in mind if you are wanting to join a guild team, chances are they're going to want you to be, um, you know, showing up at a regular time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely will. Um, even if you're just starting with a guild, and you know, worst case scenario is you say yes, I will be there for the very first raid for the very first time, and then something comes up and you can't make it to that spot for the very first trial. Don't be ashamed of it. Like everybody, yeah. like people have things that come up in their life. Like the real life bosses will come and get you. Um, so just as long as you communicate with a guild, um, and if they're a decent guild, they'll they'll understand and they'll just say, "Come next week, we'll do the trial next week," you know, or we'll do it on another day, um, yeah. and, and we'll we'll make sure that you can make it, and then we'll give you a real shot at getting into the guild. That kind of thing. That's what you really want in a guild. So yeah. Um, and if they don't, if they don't do that, then, you know, that's not a guild you want to be. So, um, I think that's it. Is there anything more that you want to say about getting into a guild and things that you should and shouldn't do guys? I don't think so. I think, you know, like we've said, golden rule, just be nice. Yep. No matter whether you're the pugger or the puggy. Whether you're the guild. One thing I don't think we touched on with getting into a pug, bring your own food, flasks, all that jazz, just (laughs) in case. Come on guys. (laughs) <laughs> I always forget because like my bags are always full of it. I just like yeah, fill up my bags. Yeah. I literally just fill them up and then just go. So yep. always have yeah. extra stuff because you know you may wipe. <laughs> you may wipe, and you'll, pug, and you'll need more wipe. for yeah. You'll have a few wipes if you're bugging. Um, that's to be expected, I think. And that's <laughs> that's it. That's our topic. There was a lot of things that we went over, and we can go into more specifics if you like. So, if you want to send us any questions about that particular topic, or if you're wondering about anything that we talked about, Warcraft logs or anything like that, um, do send us an email so we can do that. I'll go through it if you guys like. Yeah. So you can email us at battletagged at gmail.com or you can message us on Twitter at battletagged. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Wow Neuroscience. Chlory is at Chlorothor and Cinder is at Cinder underscore tweets. Um, the website is battletag.com. Um, and that's it. So if you have any questions, send it through to that. Um, was there anything more that you guys want to add before we go? Um, just cover the news real quick. How about that? The Legion Alpha coming out. Oh, so yes. Avoid social media regarding WoW. Avoid MMO <laughs> champ. You will get the story ruined if you click the wrong thing. Ooh, yeah. See, I didn't know. And, and these guys were just like, have you seen it? And I'm just like, have I seen what? What <laughs> are you talking about? Apparently, there's a huge, massive spoiler on MMO Champion. Um, and if you click the, the bad button, it will make bad things happen for the story. So don't click the button <laughs> if you don't want to know about it. Okay? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's a bit of a debate at the moment about um, what to do. Because some people are kind of like, oh, well, if you don't want spoilers, then just don't go on Twitter and don't go on the pages. And it's don't like, exist. don't yeah, be exactly on the it. internet like, or in the game. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm not staying off Twitter for nine months. Great job, dude. Um, I I've read the spoilers. I decided yesterday that I would rather um, be spoiled on my own terms rather than having some random jerk in trade chat tell me, you know, bad things. I put um, your bell doing it. No, how do I think no, he'd do Bella's that? No, Bella's a nice guy. He's he just a dick a sometimes. He'd do it unknowingly. He would think everyone <laughs> knows and just spat it yeah. out. <laughs> that sounds about right. That's yeah. a bit better. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it is just something to be mindful of is that at the moment there are quite a lot of spoilers floating around the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, MMO Champion and WoW had a very good about having their buttons um, that you have to physically click on to make sure 
uh, like to reveal the actual spoilers themselves. Um, but just be mindful that, you know, Reddit is full of them. Um, they've gotten quite good about um, blurring out the, the um, threads that are spoilers so that you've got a bit of a heads up. But if you don't want to be spoiled, you kind of need to avoid most things. Yeah, spoilers, the stay off the internet. internet. Yeah. Oh my. Claw, come on, man. We <laughs> said we'd demons. be spoiler free. <laughs> <laughs> Here they be demons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. I was I was just gonna say they've they've got the um the alpha that they're doing at the moment is the demon hunter starting area. So if you want to see what that's like, there's quite a few people streaming it. Um, I haven't seen it because I don't want to see that stuff. I want to experience it. Yeah, lots of spoilers. But mm-hmm. it is. I, I am enjoying um, the pictures of the characters that people are creating. I really like the look of the demon hunters, and um, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that. I just don't want to. I don't want to see any of the story unnecessarily. Yeah, they on MMO Champion they had videos of the artifact weapon models, like in yes. the game, what it would look like with all the particles and pretty things. So yeah. if you like that kind of thing and you're interested in the artifacts, definitely go MMO Champion, avoid the big scary button of spoilers, <laughs> and go to the videos for where the artifacts are. There are also, released today, were raid boss encounters. <sighs> now, I haven't looked at them because that, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm torn because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to know, and I do, because raids have some story associated with them. Yes, they do. So I... I'm going to see if I can avoid that stuff as much as possible. Um, I've already got, I, you know, I've seen bits and pieces that have already been spoiled, but I'd, I'd like to try and avoid that um, at least until beta because I would like to, if I do ever get into beta, to do some of the raid testing because I kind of feel as a healer, healers are very underrepresented in betas. They don't get enough healing data. So I'd kind of like to contribute to that if possible. Um, for sure. No, definitely. Um, getting into beta for, for everybody um, is 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 there for testing. It's not there for you to go, ooh, look at all the shiny things and just play through Best. the quests and, and not report any bugs or anything. Please, yeah. please make it better for everybody else by helping if you do get into a beta. Please. Yeah. That is my one gripe about it. If I was in there, okay. I would be reporting everything. Like, why is this big floaty box in the sky? What is that doing there? Surely that's not supposed to be there. Report, you know, <laughs> not just ignoring it, you know. Yeah. Oh, another thing that's out, which is kind of um, spoilery in terms of the content of it, but there are images of the class halls. Yeah, I've seen some of those. Yeah, I've seen all of all of them. Well, I've seen all of them now except for DK and Demon Hunter. I'm not sure if those ones are out. Well, uh, DK is, I'm pretty sure, Acarus. But they're going to be making changes and stuff, apparently. Oh, so, yeah, a little bit. You know, and uh, Demon Hunters is Madan or whatever that. This the place where they go to for their starting. So um, mm, okay. they announced the that prison planet or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's probably why they haven't revealed those. Mm. Yeah. No, and there's, there's plenty of goodies out there. Just be mindful. Yep. Join the hype train of Legion. Choo-choo. <laughs> 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 I love how you both went choo-choo at exactly the same time. <laughs> oh, that's got to go with like the start of every episode. Just choo-choo, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that. That's so evil, but I might. Awesome. <laughs> uh, and I guess finally, Pilgrim's Bounty has started. Runs until November thirtieth. Yeah. So, as an Australian, 
I don't really agree with Pilgrim's Bounty, so <laughs> not that I would do it anyway. Like sure even if it was Native like Americans, I feel the same as well. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly, yes. Oh yes. god, this is like vent. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, there's a couple of pets, some toys, transmog items, a bit of fun stuff. So if that's what your interest is, uh, check out Wowhead. It'll have comprehensive guides on how to complete those as well as what a long strange trip it has been which this is not part of oh it does not that is right <laughs> don't I, said, I underlined don't i said it doesn't count don't count oh so someone do wasn't then. reading properly <laughs> okay. i was reading too fast i'm too yeah intimate. no you are you are far too smart for us Look, the the guide for what a log strange trip has been is on Wowhead, and it is great and worth um, looking at. The the Pilgrim's Bounty doesn't count towards that achievement, but if you do all of the achievements, you will get the Pilgrim title and you will get a turkey pet. So if you're into those things, then, you know, go for it. Yeah, especially now because there's only, like, WoW is kind of winding down, so there's not a lot of stuff to do if you have been playing throughout the whole of uh, this expansion. So doing Pilgrim's Bounty might be, you know, the thing to do on the weekend or whatever the case yeah. may be. Like, you can go get a gun that you shoot at people and they get covered in turkey feathers. Hello? That's awesome. That's that's a reason to pug all on its own. <laughs> turn a pug, turn everyone into turkeys, and then bail. Just hope your pug isn't a bunch of turkeys anyway. <laughs> well, that's one thing I haven't mentioned is the uh, uh, World of Warcraft 11th anniversary gifts mm. um, with the, the Murloc and the, the, the Knoll. Is it an all? Mm-hmm. And Van Cleef and Thunder Fury and all that kind of stuff. That was all really cool. So hopefully everybody got in on that and had lots of fun. I think the most hilarious thing is being a Moloch as a Fury Warrior with two-handed weapons and running because it, like, yeah, it's really goofy. Uh, if you have a warrior and you want to check that out, do so. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. It was hilarious. I laughed for a good five minutes. It was funny. All right. <laughs> I think that's that's covered everything so far now. I think that's it, yeah. Was there anything else that we wanted to talk about? No. No. Okay. Well, that's it. I guess we can say goodbye because I already gave out the information. Yay. Yay. Thanks for listening. I don't know why I'm waving because you can't see me. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, send us all your messages and stuff, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thanks, guys, for listening to episode three. Sorry about the audio quality. We were having some problems with Skype at the time of recording. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit better for episode four um, and back to, to where we had the quality for episode two and episode one. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you for episode four, which is going to be all about Hearthstone. So, we'll see you there. Bye.